Hey guys, welcome back to Drunk Dad Sports. My name is Steven Reinman, and I am joined, as always, by Reef. What's going on, buddy? What's up, brother? Happy to be back today. Yes, sir. I am fired up. I watched Kay's basketball game last night. There's nothing more frustrating in the world than watching a bunch of eight-year-old girls try and learn basketball. <laughs> Especially, I can't imagine it's much different than the WNBA. But No, yeah. no, no. It's so much worse. The league she's in... <laughs> First off, their their big rule is you're not allowed to steal the ball. So, like, oh, if one of the girls okay. is dribbling it, you're not allowed to stick your hand in there and steal it because mm -hmm. they want to teach them how to dribble, allegedly, without having to worry about it. Meanwhile, we got these girls running down the court just carrying the ball, going, <laughs> like, 20 feet down the court without one dribble. And I'm watching it going, yeah, good thing they're not trying to steal the ball because they're really <laughs> learning how to dribble well. I hate I hate youth sports. I'm not prepared for it as a dad. I'm not I'm not ready to watch it. Yeah, I don't think youth sports really get fun until eleven or twelve when they actually have the fundamentals down. Yeah, and it's a little bit more entertaining. That's true. I mean, they played. They had a practice league because obviously not that many people are playing right now. But they had a practice game early on, and they played a bunch of ten, eleven year old girls. And they're all our whole team. We have like one tall girl. They're all eight. And these 11-year-olds were like, this one girl was my height. <laughs> every, every bit of 6'3". <laughs> and they got they lost like 30 to 6 or something like that. It was bad. But, yeah, I'm, I am i don't know which one's more frustrating, watching the Rockets or watching K's Basketball League. Imagine they're both pretty... Uh pretty rough to watch at the moment uh, the rock is actually having a good week yeah i wanted you to say that because i was going to bring that up the rockets are on a little bit of a five win five game winning streak whereas the mavs are on a five game losing streak and seven out of nine lost oh looking rough this year i know you keep everybody keeps blaming covid and injuries and this and that but at a certain point you kind of got to you kind of got to acknowledge that you have to make a few moves or else Luca ain't going to win shit. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think this team can still find a way to put together some wins and sneak into the playoffs, but that's about as that's pretty much the ceiling I see for this team right now. I just don't see anybody else. I mean, Luca would have 15 assists a game. I think we talked about this last fucking week. If guys are just knocking down shots, they're not nobody's making shots. Like outside of even Kristaps isn't doing shit. And he's actually on the floor right now. Like, I don't know where the chemistry is at for this team, where the hustle's at. I mean, yesterday they were up 14 or 13 on the Suns late in the third, going into the fourth, and blew it. I mean, I, I don't know what this team, if their head's up their ass, I don't know. I know Rick Carl is a good coach. I know there's some talent on that team. I don't understand how we are playing so bad. I mean, it's been a big subject in the overstated group this week is is discussing KP. Um, are, are, are we sure he's still good? I mean, just last year when he was playing, he was averaging 20 points and 10 boards a game. I don't know how he just looks lost. He doesn't look like he's committed to the post or committed to the elbow or picks and running the pick and rolls and setting screens. He just doesn't look that committed. And luckily for me, we've had the last 
we had two games televised this week. I got to watch both of those blowouts. Yeah. So that was real fun. So <laughs> it's nice that we're finally getting some spotlight on us and some national TV attention to watch the shitty ass performances. Do you think KP is going to be softer than three ply toilet paper his whole career? Yes. Oh, I think he, he's that year. Like everybody was worried when Dirk came in that he was going to be too soft to play the American game, but uh-huh. he wasn't. But KP is that European player, I believe. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. He had a chance to be Dirk, but he doesn't eat. Well, A, he's not healthy enough. B, he doesn't look like he has the drive to want to be. Yeah, I, I think Dirk lived and breathed basketball, kind of like Luca does. I think Dirk was the same way. Like, basketball was his whole career. I think KP's fine with being pretty good at basketball and then just doing, like, the young kid thing, which, I mean, that's fine. That's who you want to be. Just know you're never going to be mentioned with the greats. Like, this is pretty much your year to show that you deserve another contract after this one, mm-hmm. which I still think he has a couple years on this one. But this is he's in that time, that age range, where this should be the prime of his career, and it's the worst year he's had so far. I just don't understand how he's gotten so much worse since... I mean, look look how he was on the Knicks. He was a monster on the Knicks. He was unstoppable. And then and now he's... I mean, I understand he's had a couple of injuries, but still, he's not... The way he's playing, his injury shouldn't be holding him back because he's not hes not really driving to the basket. He's not doing anything physical. It's all like he can't decide it's the mid-range or outside, which I don't know if that's him or Carlisle, but. It's kind of always been him. Like he's, when he gets in the post, he can dominate in the post. But there's too many times he's not willing to go in the post or when he has a guard trying to cover him. That he'll run out to the three-point line or he'll settle for the turnaround J instead of backing down the lower guy. When there's a mouse in the house, take it to the hoop. Yeah. There's no reason to get cute with it. I, I think he's so caught up in trying to be what he wants to be and not just taking what's given to him. And I think that's a big issue of his. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You don't think it's anything Carlisle has? No. I, you I mean, Carlisle said he never wanted to be just a straight banger, which I understand, and it spaces the floor more. But – I think Carlisle understands that he still has to be a post player at times. He's still your center yeah. most of the time. I mean, uh, yeah, it seems very frustrating right now. I'll say that much. That's for sure. And it's, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's real fun. I, I was so excited for this basketball season. I'm still not throwing in the towel yet, but with each loss, it's getting more frustrating. I mean, you finally saw Luca came out. He's like, guys just aren't trying. Like, I don't think anybody's doing anything. Yeah, and I know it's not Luca. Luca loves to play basketball. I know he's giving his best effort, but I think he's frustrated. I think everybody is frustrated right now in that organization. And I don't know if there's some players that just don't care this year or what there is, but I think we have like four, five players that are shooting their career lows and threes and field goal percentage this year. Like it's just like a clusterfuck of what could go wrong has gone wrong. Just Murphy's <laughs> law in a. 20 games so far just wrapped up. Yeah. Which yeah. are what are they playing an 82 game season or did they drop it to like 672? No, yeah, they dropped it to 70 something. I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but yeah, they it's not a full 82 this year. But That's they what I do, they do have the playing games as well. But we're pretty close to uh halfway point, huh? We're getting there. Yeah, we're at we're at I think about 20 games for most teams. Some Somewhere have COVID right, yeah. cancellations, but... Some of them, yeah. Yeah, the, the Wizards has played like three games this year, right? They've had the most cancellations, I believe, which is crazy, too, because when the Mavericks were going through all that COVID shit, 
they only gave us one game off and the rest of them were there like well you got enough players technically to so make it work like, yeah all right man yeah i mean we only had one we like literally our almost our entire team except for harden when he was still on there like everybody had contact tracing so we all had to that's when we, they postponed the first game of the year against the thunder um but ever since then it's it's been pretty nice we've I'm honestly enjoying it. I know, I know it's, it's, I'm mad because we're obviously not going to win this year, but I'm, I'm excited to see us actually play good basketball. If y'all make the playoffs with y'all's roster and who y'all have on y'all's team, that that'd be a really big accomplishment and a good step forward. And maybe kind of the push you need to be able to get another player down there. Yeah. Honestly, our team looks good. Like I just saw a quote by Wall, and we had, I want to say, like, 26 assists or something like that in our win against the Pelicans, and he was like, yeah, that's that's the team I want to beat. We want to beat people by having all these assists. We don't want any selfish one-on-one play, which I think is a little bit of a, just like an extra shot at Harden <laughs> on, yeah. his, on his way out. But still, I, he's right. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see any more iso ball. I watched it for however many years with Harden. I want to see... Some movement, some some passing. I want to see just good basketball. I want to see some Spurs type basketball on the Rockets. That would be fun. That would be fun. Uh, that was a beautiful form of basketball to watch. Yeah, I remember watching when they beat uh, that Miami team. That was some of the best basketball I ever watched in my life. And just the passing and the rhythm and the orchestrated fluidity of that team was some of the greatest team basketball I think that's ever produced and why Greg Popovich would probably go down as one of the best coaches ever. I mean, he's right up there with Phil Jackson and yeah. all the greats. I mean, he's something special. I have him at number one just because, I mean. I think he, I would too. If I, yeah, I think he's done a lot less with more too. Like, yeah. yes, he had Tim Duncan, who's probably the best player he ever had, and Manu and Tony and uh, Robinson. He had some great players for sure, but like he's also like made – average players into good players as well like the patty mills of the league and shit like that yeah absolutely i mean tim duncan is probably like the most unassuming top 15 player of all time without a doubt there's i mean he could i guess depending on who you ask and what they value you could have him at top 10 but he i agree yeah i want to see that kind of basketball and i'm like our defense is looking great i know all the is not the same defender he used to be but He's looking really good out there. Wall looks really good on defense. Um, Boogie for what he can still do <laughs> for what he's got left in the tank. But, yeah, it's a fun team. I'm excited. Five-game win streak. You guys are losing. All Life's good. Yeah. About the only thing good is the basketball world for you right now, huh? That's true. I got to watch a little uh, Brazilian soccer yesterday. That was fun. Oh, uh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Did any uh, good goal? celebrations only one the one at the end it was really exciting they won in the hundredth minute mm. yeah I mean, that's the thing with soccer and people understand yeah it's zero zero a lot of times but it takes so much for a play to build in soccer and so much to go right yeah that would like and there's so much anticipation built from the shots that have missed previously that when one goes in it's like holy <laughs> shit fucking yeah. right like we finally got one yeah it builds up such anticipation that you finally get to let it out i think that's why i like watching hockey too because it's kind of the same thing but you get more goals in hockey so you get more elated more yeah. often yeah so, soccer's essentially kind of got that same feel to it absolutely yeah i was watching it with uh marissa's dad's in town now so he's you know he's from brazil so we were watching that together and he was kind of i'm still trying to learn it <laughs> 
<laughs> somewhat. Like, I don't understand everything that's going on, but it was a lot of fun. It, it, it was a crazy game. The manager got a red card and got ejected. <laughs> it was, oh, and, manager, huh? The manager. And he just went to the to the front row of the stands. Like, he just walked and was just watching it from the front row. <laughs> I've watched a lot of soccer. Well, at least a decent amount. I've never seen the manager get red carded. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I think it's a new thing they're doing where they can red card the bench or penalize That's the pretty, bench. It's pretty cool. Pretty, yeah, I'm mad at it. It's more exciting to me than talking about what we're going to talk about next. I'm just trying to put it off. Oh, I know you're just dragging out this basketball talk, but, Steven, we have to get into it. So the night, maybe an hour after we recorded our last podcast, Thursday or Wednesday, whenever we got to it. Wait, have you been watching WandaVision? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. <laughs> it's a great show. But no, we, I have not. <laughs> we should talk about that. I saw the first episode. Was it just black and white? Well, it, it turns eventually, but yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, Steven. So, about 30 minutes after we got done with our last podcast, the Texans hired a new head coach. They did. Some guy I never heard of. Yep. Uh, for good reason. <laughs> he was the passing game coordinator of Baltimore. That's where he last worked. Yep. And they had a really good passing game at in Baltimore. Oh man, Lamar Jackson! Look what he did. Look at him. He's he's probably been great. his biggest strength was his passing, <laughs> like for sure. And they had really good receivers. They were really getting the most out of Marquise Brown. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I think y'all got a lot to look forward to. Oh, it's gonna be a good year. I get to watch. Um, who's our backup now? AJ McCarron, I think, is still our backup. Get to watch him throw the ball around. Get to watch J.J. Watt on the Packers. It's going to be a great year. I'm so excited. Well, I know you were happy because I texted you when I find, when I I just happened to hop on ESPN and saw breaking news. Texans hired David Colley, and I texted you. Well, that's a Texans move, and I didn't hear. It was just radio silence from you. I don't think I heard from you until about two days I was, afterwards. I was a little sleepy. I went to bed after. I didn't. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No. No. I. I mean, me. First thoughts when you hear that. What first thing that goes through your head? I did the the Snoop meme. I said, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'd never heard of him before. I didn't know. Like, I saw we were interviewing him, and then like five minutes later, it was like he's hired. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is he? What do you think about him? So you rather have hired that the sixty-five year old and Dave Cully, or would y'all rather have hired? Josh McCown, who for some reason now we're interviewing for a head coach. It job. was this has been the most irritating offseason. Like this is why I'm watching soccer. <laughs> None of this makes sense. Like you can't why people ask, like first of all, if you're a sports fan, you can't say you don't love drama because we literally watch sports for the drama, and there is more drama in sports than you could write into a TV series. But not with my team. I don't want the drama with my team. I want to watch No, the, you never do. I want to watch it's the Cowboys never fun drama. When it's your team. No. Yeah, I live in the drama. This sucks. This is a blast to watch. I don't under I don't think I've ever seen anything like this in my years of watching football. I don't know who is calling the shots at this point. What's going on? What's their rationale? Why Easterby is still around? Why Cal McNair hasn't been sued by the entire city of Houston? What the fuck is going on? He's going to have a lot of uh, therapy checks coming his way from fans. Yeah. Because this is emotional scar. I mean, this is just like, he's like sitting in his office, probably drinking some $100 glass of wine and like 
what can I do to really just throw people off today? No. Oh, I'll hire this guy who was a passing coordinator whose last job was in Kansas City when the whole shebang bang of the Chiefs receivers didn't have one touchdown that year. Yeah. He's the receivers coach that year and the quarterback coach. <laughs> this is pre Pat Mahomes. This dude is 65 years and hasn't been a head coach in the NFL yet. He's never sniffed it. It's not a good look when you're trying to revive your culture to go for the 65 year old. I don't think that was the best hire. I don't understand. We might as well have just fucking kept Romeo Cornell. And why make the hire now? Why not at least wait till after the Super Bowl and at least do the Eric Bieniemy hire? Unless Eric was just like, look, bro, I'm not going there. Y'all got a clusterfuck down there. I'm not fucking with it. Y'all should just move on from me. I wouldn't blame him. Honestly, I wouldn't blame any of the coaches for not taking this job. I, mean, I guess maybe that was the only guy y'all could get, but... So... I, I didn't even know he was a brother. No, he... Yeah. Yeah, he Someone is. Someone had to... I was listening to the radio, and they were like, well, at least they got the black coach. <laughs> Sarcastically. And I was like, he's black? Because I looked at a picture of him. I was white for sure. I've gone back and now saw. Yeah, no, he So is. I think Calvin there got confused and was just like, ah, oh, that's the brother we want. Yeah. But that wasn't the right one. No, it it was the enemy. That that's the one we wanted. But Yeah. <laughs> but what I mean, what are you going to do? We I, all I can do is just not go to the games, don't buy any merchandise, just let Cal McNair not make any fucking money and hope yeah. that Yeah. Some of the people in this town would do that cuz everybody's an idiot. And after you wait 8 months for football to be back and it's finally back, it's hard not to buy in to at least the first couple weeks. No, I'm going to watch uh, Jimbo and A&M this year. I don't care about professional football next year. <laughs> I'm calling it now. I've said this for the past, like, what, four years now that I'm not going to watch it. Don't worry, man. As a close friend of yours, I will be sure to keep you updated the whole way. You do that. I'm going to keep watching soccer. And then whenever you say hey, something about the Texans, I'm just not going to. Just I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was asleep. Didn't have anything to say. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's. It's pretty wild, man. There's not much to say. Um, There's a lot to say. There's a lot of what the fuck to say. <laughs> I don't understand. That's pretty much it, though. Like, there's not... At this point, we're past logic and theories and proper reactions because it's so far out of left field. Like you said, I've never seen this. Just from the minute DeAndre was traded to what has transpired now and the catastrophic cluster fuck that has became the texas organization in two years mm -hmm. it's absolutely like one of the biggest meteoric falls i've ever fucking seen because i mean y'all are always a well respect yeah McNair, bob the, the good one yeah well at least the one that actually cared about football i think allegedly he wouldn't have done this I mean, he had Matt Schaub at the quarterback for far too long for me to give him a pass completely. I think they're just uh, Easterbees over there, just telling Cal, "Look, Cal, we gotta say our prayers." Yeah, God he's, will provide. He's the Hulk Hogan of the NFL. He's say <laughs> your prayer, eat your vitamins, and whatever else he used to say. And then he just grabs the name of players and throws a dart at it. He's like, "All right, we're gonna cut this one today." God chose. If it's God's will. It's our will. All right, Cal? I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Is is there a way for us to sue the organization? There's got to be, right? We got to be able to say, hey, these dudes, they're taking... It. 
I don't it's know. not a collision, but I feel like Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer, would have something <laughs> to say about that. Jim Adler and his son. And his son. The Texas Hammers. They're, they're plural Oof. now. Yeah. No, it's... He's like more like a mallet. <laughs> they're, um... I mean, I was watching one of the press conferences with them, and then literally every single comment somebody was putting on there was sell the team. That's all they said is sell the team, sell the team. Like, as you kept going down the line, it was just nothing but sell the team, sell the team. That's all you could want at this point as a Texans fan because this is not going to get any better. Yeah. I mean, Cal pretty much stayed in the shadows for the whole time he's been the owner since his dad passed away. And now, ever since Easterby came around, I don't it's that I mean that's got to be it. That's that's when the downfall started. Well, for sure. And you don't have Bill to be the fall guy now. But now Easterby. And now Easterby, the story's out on Easterby. Everybody knows his name. Yeah. And yep. the worst thing Cal could have done, which we talked about last week, was coming out and making a press conference about blame me and blame yourself like, no, why would you want people to blame you bro blame this guy that you can fire you are the owner of the team well he said blame me because he knows he can't get fired he's gonna say exactly. what are y'all gonna he do can't get fired but he can fire this guy and at least get people on his side that's why he said blame me so that he, people are like well what what the fuck do we do <laughs> can't, can't call for him to get fired he owns the team God, man. Somebody needs to put a like a secret video camera. Did you already say this on one of the other episodes? Put a video camera in the office and wait for him to say some racist shit. You know <laughs> no. he will. Does yeah. Don, Donald Sterling him? Well, yeah. Between him and ECB, I'm pretty sure it's not kosher uh, conversations going on. No, no. Chance. In that locker room, no way. But let's move on because I don't want to be depressed anymore. Let's talk about, uh, is there any news with the Cowboys this week? I haven't followed anything. No, nah, we're pretty quiet right now. Um, talks have started with Dak. Nothing's progressing yet. We have to March 17th to put the franchise on them, which I'm assuming they'll do that, and then they have until July 15th to actually make a contract. I'm sure they're going to take their time with this again mm-hmm. and stress everybody out again. But we won't know anything about that till probably. I mean, I would like to get it done before the draft. I just don't have confidence right now in Jerry getting it done before the draft. But what? So, not to harp on your troubles with the Texans, but what do you think Deshaun's best plan of action is, and what plan of action do you think he'll take? Because y'all did come out, uh, coach, GM, everybody has said we're not trading Deshaun. He's not going anywhere. We're not taking offers. Yeah. Sean has said, I want to leave. Well, if it was me, if I was ownership at this point, I would try and find the best offer because it's either going to be, I mean, you're going to get constant, constantly shit on throughout the year for not trading him. Um, you're going to endanger your future prospects of bringing in agent free agents because nobody's going to go want to sign with that organization i think that's already happened (laughs) well i mean yeah but why make it worse i mean try and salvage something well the thing is the nfl is not the nba players don't have the power in the nfl no that's true like they do in the nba like nba you can force your way out of a situation as we just saw yeah but the nfl i mean they can if they trade them they still lose 22 million dollars right I mean, they can make him fucking sit and make him lose money or be like, look, bro, if you're going to play football, it's going to be in Houston and make him pick and 
push him to that point. I think this is going to get a lot uglier before it gets pretty. I think so, too, unfortunately. Unless I think somebody comes out and just offers their team's fucking next five years in draft picks. I'm sure. I that's think the this thing. is going to drag out. That's the thing. I think somebody will. <laughs> I think somebody will make the Godfather offer, whether it's the Dolphins or the Jets or apparently the Niners are uh, trying to do that. I don't want that, but I... <sighs> I would rather see him traded at this point. It, for me, as a fan, I want to see him traded. Now, I, from an ownership stand, I would just let him sit because, like you said, they don't they don't have to pay that dead cap money. They just have to honestly. Twenty two million, man. That's a lot of cashish. Yeah, they'll save money if he ends up sitting, never playing, and he they get to keep finding him and uh, eventually. Like <clears throat> that, he can just sit out his contract, and they'll save some ungodly amount of money. But I, I, I mean, that's that's a terrible look. You really can't come back from that, so you can't do that. So as much as you say they don't have the power, if a player has that much time left on his contract, they have the power. Well, you gotta think. I mean, uh, it's really because they can just make him sit there the whole time and just. I mean, basically, they'll be retired at that point. They won't do like, that. Like, so Le'Veon Bell sat out the full year and then was traded the next year. Mm-hmm. Or he sat out the franchise tag and they finally released him. I don't remember how that one went down. Kirk Cousins got franchised twice before getting uh, like a- traded away. Like, precedent has become more popular for players to be like, all right, you're not going to trade me? Then I'll, I will sit out. Yeah. But Deshaun is making, one, He hasn't. he's not that far in this contract. He's a year in. Yeah, exactly. So he's not just banking right now to just sit out that money. Yeah. And maybe the Texans are willing to roll the dice that he can't afford to sit that out. And I don't know, man. This is going to get bad. What's frustrating for me is, like, I, you know, I love Deshaun. He's, I mean, he's the background on my phone. Fun guy. He's, he's the best. He's been great for us and for the community. And he's, what bothers me is That's that why Houston it, fucked this up so bad. Yes, yes, and what what also frustrates me is that he had like, yes, they ignored his initial wishes to be involved in the GM search, but says wh- however you say his name, Cisnerios or whatever his name is, the GM we hired from Casario. The, Casario, he he's a good hire. Honestly, I think he is. He's going to be a good hire. He's he's. Been in Possibly. that, he's been in that organization that's been winning for years and years. Yeah, and but years. don't you think one a lot of people in the league do that, or they like to pick off of the uh, the Patriots tree? Yeah, but the Texans have been known to really like to try and do that. Well, that's because they beat our ass every year, and we're like, you know what? Why don't we try and get some of these? Work like that's. There's only been one. It's just Bill <laughs> O'Brien. That's it. I just don't. I don't. I don't get Calvin Dare because. One, you fire and Jack me both. Easterby seems like the most obvious decision to make in the world. Just fire Jack Easterby. He's got to have boom, some, boom. but he's got to have some shit on him. It's got to be what it is. Dude, well, that, that not, decision right there, and then the decision not to, like, if you're thinking about the Sean Watson and your team being profitable and the fans staying on your side, yeah. fire Jack Easterby and hire Eric Enemy if he would accept the job. Those are the only two things you could have done. And you did complete opposite of it. One, you doubled down on Easterby, and then you hired this no-name coach who, as far as I know, really hasn't done shit besides be on staff. Yeah. Like, his passing game, his 
passing coordination, not anything to write home about no. last year. No, it sure wasn't. So I don't know if he's just very charismatic and that he just keeps finding NFL jobs that way or he's, what. He's probably a good Christian man, and that's why Easterby was like, you know what? <laughs> he's 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 a great guy. Let's bring him in. I don't. He was a deacon at his church in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he got. That's got to be what it is. I mean. I do get that. I do understand that they really, like, they kind of ignored Deshaun's wishes after they said they would involve him in the GM search. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, sorry, I lost it there for a second. Um, the, they ignored him when it came to the GM search, and then whenever they started the, the, the head coach search, they they made a list, and he... He didn't include. They didn't include the enemy in it, and so he was mad about that. And then they included the enemy in it because that's when he was like, "Okay, well, I want to be traded." Then, so they did what he asked, and then he still dipped out and and was like, "Nah, nah, it doesn't matter who you hire. I, I'm gonna leave." So, I, I, it frustrates me that he's saying he's saying he wants to be involved and then when they try and involve him in it then he just says never mind it doesn't matter yeah i i understand um yeah like i said that's just it's gonna get a lot uglier but i don't know this offseason will be fun there's a lot of people up for trade i got the dac com- uh, contract to watch out for mm-hmm. well, uh, so i'm excited but we got the super bowl next week well, no, we'll no, no. Get... Real, real quick, let's talk about another quarterback trade that happened. Kind of, a... I was about to get into that. So, okay. um, a couple of weeks ago, we did our quarterback tiers. Mm-hmm. Where did we have Matt Stafford? I don't remember doing him. No, we did. He was, I think, he was a three. He was, was a he three or a three? four. I don't remember. It was definitely at least a three. I wouldn't put him as a four ever. Well, he's he was hurt and didn't have a great year. I think we were just kind of like lions. Blah. Yeah, <laughs> but. I think he's a talented quarterback. I think he's an upgrade over Goff. So if he's a three, he's a top three, and Goff is more of a bottom feeder three. Um. So, I mean, if we're strictly just comparing quarterbacks, I think, yeah, Stafford has more talent in him for right now. I mean, keep in mind, he's 33, so. Hey, quarterbacks can play till they're 43 nowadays. They can play till they're 43 if they're on the TB12 program, not if they've had a million back surgeries. <laughs> and all the other injuries he's had over the years. I love Stafford. I always have. I love him when he was in How much Georgia. he's injured or how much he's just like, oh, I bet I can get a couple games out if I just hurt this toe right here, you know, miss a little bit of the misery. No, he five, plays. six weeks. But the thing with him is he always plays through it. Like, he yeah, does. This I is, no, this I respect him a lot. I think he has a lot of talent. Yeah. Obviously a huge arm. Yeah. He's made a lot out of a little in uh, Detroit. All he's ever had was Calvin Johnson. I don't think he's ever had a receiver since then. Let's your count Golden Tate, and I don't. Uh, Galladay's good. Oh, Kenny Galladay, yeah, he's pretty good, pretty good. Ah, uh, pretty hard. Uh, he he had pretty, that one good year that was just really good. He was gonna, he's gonna get paid. I promise you that. Uh, a lot of people get paid that don't deserve to get paid. I don't make the, a good player. That's true. Look at Dak. <laughs> Shots fired. All right, bro. But so what do you think? How do you, you, know, feel? you think the, do you think the Rams got better or worse with that trade? Obviously they're they believe they got better, but what are your opinions? Short term, I think they got better. Long term, I think they just just butt fucked themselves for the next few years. Like they they look how many picks they gave up. 
They, they it, I forget how many firsts, but they don't have, a, they haven't had a first since 2016. Yeah, I don't think they really give a fuck about first. <laughs> uh, clearly. Which is crazy because the only way, the best way to get players is draft picks. Typically, yeah. Not that you would know anything about that, but. We had, this is the first year. Just... Rookie contracts and <laughs> that's where you get your most value for players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I get it if they're in win now mode, but. Should they be in win now mode? I, I kind of... Everybody thought they were very. Ryan, a good defense, and they just believe the offense let them down, which everybody loves the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods combination. I'm still not sold on them. One, if you're, we're talking wide receivers, give me Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah. Two, I don't trust both of your receivers, especially your outside receivers being like 5'11". 180 pounds soaking wet. I think a lot of it's – I think McVay is a good offensive coach for sure. I think he's very innovative in the way he moves around his players and gets the pocket moving and runs a lot of drag routes and crossing routes and deep outs and cuts. He has a lot of fluid – a lot of flow to his game that kind of creates spaces for those receivers. And they're good route runners for sure. Yeah. But I don't think they're like the best receiving core or best tandem like a lot of – analysts i've seen have them up there and a lot of just sports fans in general well there's cer- i personally do not no they're certainly not the best tandem um i i wouldn't even, i don't think i'd even put them top five as far as tandems go but they i i i mean stafford's like you said he's made he's made it work with not a lot of talent he's kind of like brady's he's had one stretch where he had a good receiver you know where brady had moss and welker and them Stafford had Megatron, and that's pretty much it. Megatron, that's it. That's it. And you want to talk about an animal, possibly the greatest receiver ever. Yeah. Who just got tired of losing in a town that wasn't trying to win. He was I, like, all right, fuck this. I truly don't blame him. <laughs> no, me neither. I think it was one of the smartest choices. I respect players that do that. Uh, Patrick Willis is one of them, who was yeah, yeah. the best middle linebacker at that time in the middle of his prime. But was more worried about his head and shit. Like me, I'm an idiot. If I had pro talent and I was playing in the pros, I'm going to the wheelchair with no fucks given. Like, there's no way I could walk away from football. So I admire those guys that do realize it. If it was just a wheelchair, if it was just a wheelchair, that would be one thing. But you could also go Chris Benoit, your family. So there, there are different levels to it. Collateral damage, bro. No. But there was that other guy in the Niners, the other the linebacker. He was like, he played one year, and he was a stud, and basically was like, nah, it, it's not worth it, and just quit after one year. I forget his name right now. Um, he's yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I I I don't. I never faulted Megatron for that. Luck was the weird one. That's the one I didn't understand. Like he complained about not having a good offensive line for his whole career, and then. They get the they have the best offensive line in the league now, and he decides to retire. I think he took too much abuse. Yeah, probably like over the years, but to that Stanford and just because of football, because he was smart enough to go to Stanford, uh, he probably noticed in his day to day lives. Obviously, he's never said anything like this, but little slip ups or little forgetful moments or something like that. He, he might've noticed himself slipping a little bit mentally yeah. or thought he was on the brink of that happening. And was like, I, I would rather be able to live until I'm 70 or 80 than play another year where next hit could 
take me out because yeah. we still don't have near enough information on CTE and how to protect it. And I think marijuana would be a big step into at least letting these players smoke. Like, what? Why, why does it matter? But uh, it was weird for him to step out. It was pretty abrupt and kind of out of left field, but it also was something that I was like, uh, I mean – yeah, ma- maybe he just got tired of waking up every morning and feeling like he got hit by a train. So who knows? <laughs> but he said I, he liked getting hit. He told a lot of players that that was a good hit. I always, I, I mean, I was very happy that he retired. It was great news for me that I didn't have to see him twice a year anymore. But um, so yeah, I, what do you think about the Lions though? What do you, how do you think they did in this? That's to the Lions. Uh, I think it's a good trade for them. Yeah. They need to get. They need to let Matt Stafford go. Like, I'm happy he got out of town. Maybe he has a chance in L.A. Maybe he doesn't. At least he got out of there. He's been in Detroit his whole career, which, God bless him, because that can't be easy. Mm-hmm. That's a shit town. I said the shit Lions, game. not Matt Stafford. Yeah. We already talked about Matt Stafford. Yeah, I, I'm talking about both. Just how, uh, how do you think Jared Goff feels right now going from – L.A. to Detroit? I L- mean, is there a more polar opposite? California his whole life and then, like, just getting – dropped into detroit <laughs> fucking good lord i mean the motor city um they're gonna on the lions at that they're gonna be like i know a lot of people are pretty uh excited about the t- the coaching staff they're building down there but they're gonna win four or five games this year and that's probably about it uh jerry goff I, I don't know if he plays for the lions i think they might flip them again uh, no no chance I believe so. I think they, they'll try to get rid of him again and get another pick for him, maybe like a third or fourth round, fourth round probably. Who's taking Jared Goff's salary for that, though? His salary's not that much, though. It's no, it is. Thing. They're it's, breaking it down. It's not No, it's not anything crazy. It's $20 million. That's, That's base. That's base. That's not bad for a starting quarterback. That's base plus 10-15 bonus. You'll be good. People need quarterbacks. People are desperate for quarterbacks. Nick Foles... <laughs> has gotten two big contracts since winning the one Super Bowl, and I think Jared Goff is better than Nick Foles, so Ooh. I believe he'll get a chance. Jared Goff to the Bears? Is that what you're thinking? Eh, maybe Jared Goff to the Patriots? I don't know. Oh, man. I would love that. I, I don't know. There hasn't been a a proposed trade to the Patriots quarterback-wise that I haven't loved yet. Like, I, it's, it's true. You just want them to get a quarterback. No, I want them to be shitty. That's why I'm happy with all of their their choices so far. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, there's not many choices. Like, you can't just go get a quarterback. Like, uh, Deshaun, the Deshaun Watson situation doesn't happen a lot. You don't just have a chance of getting a franchise quarterback on the market. Like That's true. It very rarely happens. Once a team finds a quarterback, they usually keep the guy. Yeah. Forever. And usually past time to keep him. Yeah, you really have to screw up in order to lose your franchise quarterback. Just ask Kyle McNair. Yeah. (laughs) He wrote the book on it. He sure did. (laughs) You want to get rid of your quarterback. Face the franchise. Follow these six steps. (laughs) uh... All right, we're done with that. We're not talking about that anymore. All right, all right. right. We're done. I can't talk about the about the Texans anymore. It's just so fun. Um, so so you think they flip Goff then for a third or fourth? I think they can get him for a, trade him for a fourth. I think they're in complete rebuild mode, and there's no reason to fuck around and win four or five games this year. Like, get rid of him too. Maybe you got a player you want to develop. Maybe you draft a guy this year. I don't know. You think maybe Dan- you got picks to trade up and make a better play? Maybe you can play for a. I don't think you can get. 
obviously you can't get Trevor and you probably can't get Fields, but maybe you can go get that uh, Trey Lance, the dude out of North Dakota State. Uh, yeah. He looks pretty good. He looks like he could be a good ball player. Yeah. So, I mean, there's options out there. And if they keep Goff, it's for this year only. I guarantee he would not be aligned for more than this year. I would put the fucking house on that shit that I, he will not be aligned for more than one year. See, I don't think Dan Campbell's in for the rebuild. I think that dude wants to win, and he wants to win now. He's way too intense to... to you don't get win. rid of Stafford for... Uh, yes, you do. Because you want to nah. you want to win for the long term, and you got picks out of it. Mm. They're not going to put the ball in his hands that much. They've got like 8,000 running backs that they can throw Ooh. out there. DeAndre Swift, I think they still got Peterson. When he's playing, he's good. They got uh, on Johnson. They have all this talent. No one of them ever do shit. This well, year was a rough year. I don't know what their injury situation was. I'd be lying if I said I watched a Lions game. Not like <laughs> some Lions game, like a Lions game. You don't watch Thanksgiving? Uh, It's on the background, but no, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> no, they played better. I think like I blew out. Yeah, they did, but they they played better towards the end of the year when they started running the ball more with like Swift. They, so they have, I mean, they have potential. They have I'm excited for football, man. Uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl next month or next week. Next week, I'm just excited for football. I'm a chump. It happens to me every year. You are. I get disappointed. I hate football. I'm like, I'm done. Watch football, and then. This time of the year starts rolling around. I start watching other teams. Like, oh my god, I just want to be in this spot. I want to know what it feels like. Drafts coming up. Fuck right. OTAs, mini camp, preseason games. Season's back on. I'm back to being hopeful. Week eight comes down. Man, fuck football. Fuck this. I'm done. And uh, the cycle just repeats itself. It's very vicious. But you know what's going on all the while? Soccer. So I'll be <laughs> set. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the shit out of some soccer. Um, get you some soccer shirts, man. Do it. Do it. I want one. Um. Get you a football over a football. Football, yeah. So, I, well, we'll talk about it when Dante comes on soon. But um, I, I, I think we're gonna get into our last topic this week. It's we just that was fast forty minutes, man. I know, I know, it blew by. We just recorded a few days ago, so we're still <laughs> we're we're struggling right now. But we wanted to talk about the. Um, NBA players as Star Wars characters, right? That's what we decided on. Yeah, I think we had fun doing the Game of Thrones segment. We're going to try to do this a little bit more. Uh, a fun way to make comparisons for players in popular worlds and mm -hmm. maybe sitcoms or actors, whatever. We're just going to find something to have fun at the very end of the show. And like right now, we're doing about an hour shows, but don't be surprised, guys, if that jumps up to an hour and a half or even a little bit longer sometimes because once we get baseball... getting more comfortable doing this. Right now, we're kind of in like a slow time of sports. It's just football right now. And next week, y'all are going to get the Super Bowl from us. That's pretty much going to be the whole show, is Super Bowl talk. Yeah. That's why we didn't get into it that much this week. But yes, we know it's coming up. We'll be doing a show next Saturday. And that's good. We're going to do prop bets, lines, our picks. I mean, it's going to be a Super Bowl episode. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. But so, until yeah. then, so I wanted to do... <laughs> I was trying to brainstorm one. I was like, why don't we do Game of Thrones basketball? And then I realized that's just Game of Zones, which, which is, of Zones. is already a thing on Bleacher Report. So I'm glad no, you we, brought it. We could uh, no. have done that because we haven't done the no. uh, actual houses and everything like that. But I think players in basketball stand out more than teams do. That's true. So, But I'd much rather do Star Wars because there's way more 
characters where I I am more familiar with Star Wars than I am Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want All to right, man. Well, I got a top twenty-five list pulled up of NBA players. I figured we go through them Do just because they're the most popular ones. First and foremost, obviously, the King, LeBron James, Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like. I've, I like I I've agree. said before. I, I think he's either the most loved or the most hated in basketball for sure me and you are on the hated side it's true uh it's- most potential for sure he's been the good guy and he's been the villain uh-huh uh i think Darth Vader is perfect i mean it's fuck true him. yeah yeah he broke my dreams as a kid <laughs> yeah all right that was easy no problem uh next we got the greek freak mm. I what think- about uh ray from uh, no go ahead General Grievous. No. <laughs> no. No, Giannis is too good for that. Don't don't be like what? that. Hey, Grievous was a badass with four arms. He never won anything, but he was he was he looked scary. That's true. It's true. We gotta count that Giannis hasn't won anything other like, than. Ray, you think he's like the hero of the league? Like I don't I just don't see him in that. You think Ray's the hero? You ain't been watching. I've watched all three of the last Star Wars. I'm pretty sure she ended up as the hero. Yeah, the hero. Kylo Ren was the hero. <sighs> Fucking goddamn last movie. I don't know. Not Gian- a fan of it. Giannis, but... I don't. I I got nothing because he's still. He he's. What he's I've not noticed... great yet. They're like, oh. <laughs> all right, two time MVP. He's a great basketball player, but he hasn't won yet. What blows my mind is that he has. So I was thinking about it the other day, how every player, if they're good for long enough, eventually everybody starts to hate them. Like, eventually somebody, people are going to sour on you if you do too well for too long. So, like, last year and the year before that, he was the league's darling because he was so good. And I don't think it's that everybody's starting to hate him. I think it's that he's been so good, and he hasn't even made the champ. If he would have made a championship by now, yeah. I think it'd be different. But he hasn't even been able to do that. But is that all his fault? Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. The series he's lost, he has shrunk in. You can't Him play specifically. No, you can't play. You can't play ten men on a on a, on a playoff series. You can't play ten guys. You've got to play your no, top you play seven. seven or, yeah, you play seven or eight tops. Eight well, tops. Well, guess who didn't do that? Coach Bud. <clears throat> I mean, you can't play. Giannis, though. Giannis had his chances. Numbers aren't great. You We're got- not talking about Giannis right now, though. We're talking about what character he would be. I fine. I, I'll go with Grievous. I don't care. I, I'm not. I'm not that committed to to Giannis one way or the other. I, I'll find. I'm fine with Grievous. All right, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, this is harder than the Game of Thrones house thing. <laughs> Kawhi is is the Emperor Palpatine. No, I don't think he's him. No, I kind of thought LeBron was gonna be him. I don't think Kawhi is. He's, uh, ve- he's very quiet. Is he Chewbacca? Boba Fett? Oh, Boba Fett. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a mercenary. He just signs wherever he thinks he can win a title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, like Boba that. Fett. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I like number four, James Harden. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, Jabba the gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He's Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, let's let's try to do James. Uh, great score, great man. Who's a traitor in Star Wars? 
who's a traitor? Um, I mean, we already did Darth Vader. Yeah. Who else? Oh, Lando. Lando. Oh, Cal Dooku. No, he's not. Oh, Lando. Lando. Okay, I can, I can see Lando. Yeah, he's cool as shit. He's all about style. Swag. Ultimately, doesn't really do anything, and Orlando ended up having a, 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 at least a part. Yeah, he had a, shit. yeah. Harden had a part, but it didn't really matter that much. Agreed. And he is a traitor. He traded. The movie's fine without. Yeah, if Lando's not in there. I think the story is still pretty much the same. So mm-hmm. I agree. Same with James. Okay. Um, Steph Curry. Uh, I like this one right here. Luke Skywalker. Yep. Yep. I, I can 100% agree with that. Uh, for the kids. A young gun for the kids, for sure. The kind of guy that everybody roots for. Not many people hate Steph. That's true. Uh, Even I can't hate him. Hella talent. Just talent oozing out of his body. Like, changed the game. He revolutionized why we use the three-point line. Mm-hmm. I think Luke, for sure. I don't even think that one's worth being talked about anymore. That's not even a question. Yep. All right, number Luke six. So that means LeBron James is Steph's dad. For the <laughs> AD. I mean, AD? No, ew. He's KD. number six? KD. Oh, KD. Okay, okay, KD. <laughs> Steve must be triggered by that ranking. Uh, I was. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Damn, <laughs> we could have done KD as Boba Fett because he's a, a mercenary too. Yeah, what about Han Solo though? You? No, absolutely not. I'm not giving KD that love. What? Absolutely First of all, not. I am a huge KD fan, so I refuse to hate on my man. KD's not that cool. He's a dork. He stays on his on his Instagram replies and replies to people all right. online all day. Okay. Um, so He's, what about uh, who's in their feelings on on what, Star Wars? What the fuck is uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character's name? Mace Windu. Master Windu. Windu. Yeah. What about Windu? What about him? I mean, a good Jedi, one of the top of his class. But nah, because he's loyal to the order, so that doesn't make sense. That's true. KD's right. not loyal. Uh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. So. Damn, he needs to be both fat. We fucked up too early with that Kawhi pick. Hold on, hold on. We're all right. We're all right. We're all right. Who, <laughs> who else? Let's see. Um, Finn. Finn. Cause Kylo? He, no, Finn, Finn was a uh, stormtrooper or whatever they were, the resistance. And then he ended up switching sides because he saw that they were losing. No, he switched sides because he didn't want to kill people. Whatever. <laughs> Either way, he switched sides. You don't think like maybe Kylo or I could? I'm fine with Kylo. Well, he didn't switch until the very, very end. What about what about Chewie? What about Chewie? Could he could he fit in that category? Hang on, hang on. At least been a part of them. Yep. So, uh, he's a tough one. He's actually kind of tough. I mean, because we already used up Boba Fett. We should have used up Boba Fett. No, it's just tough because it's such a weird, weird place to put him at. Because he's a traitor, but he's also so good. I get it. I don't know. 
I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Finn still because he changed sides in the middle of everything. Wanted to go to the guys who were winning, or at least somebody he liked more. All right, I can I can live with Finn right now. I might come back to that, but yeah, that that's a soft, I, the soft Finn. That's a soft Finn. I agree with that. All right, let's see who they have as number seven. Oh, there's AD. No, are you shitting me? <laughs> Not shitting you at all. All right, the sidekick for sure. Us uh, C3PO Chewy. or R2D2? Chewy. Chewy? Yeah. With sidekick? Yeah, he's Chewy. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even... Fuck AD. <laughs> Chewy. I mean, he, he is Chewy. He's a good player. He's a main part. Yeah, Chewy's good. the Lakers cast, but he's not... He ain't he's the man. Just, he's, he's not even the brow anymore. No. You can't... No, Chewy could never lead a team just like AD couldn't lead a team to success. It's fine. All right. Nikola Jocic. Oh. That's that's a tough one. Who's kind of the foreign invader? <laughs> no, he's not Vader. He's just the foreign invader. Oh. Oh, okay. Um Who is just a big giant dork in Star Wars? Oh, man. He's Luke. Uh, no, Luke. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Who would he be? I got nothing for that one. To be honest with you, I don't really have much for this one either. Um, he's kind of job of the hut. <laughs> at least at the beginning of the year. Yo, chitch, yo, chitch. All right, let's think uh, here. Um, I'm going Jabba. You going Jabba? Jabba was a bad man. Like he got shit done. Yeah, he definitely was a bad man. And he was big and fat and out of shape. Very and impressive. He was a leader. All right, all right, all right. You've talked me into it. I can live with the job for him. We That's don't. actually not even a soft one. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> we're gonna make a lot of people mad with that one. Fuck. <laughs> At least we're not shitting on Milwaukee this year. Well, kind of. But anyway, on to number right. nine. We got my boy, Luca. Yes, sir. Well. I will say Young Gun. I know you're gonna say it. Just say Han Solo. I'm going Ray. Oh okay. Why? Uh new to this this generation. Like he's the new guy. He's the one that the NBA is trying to push as the face of the league. Does it in all fashions from passing, rebounding, and shooting. Just most talented. He's going to be the face of the NBA. At least the NBA wants him to be the face of it. He, the most talent. No. And I don't know if he's committed. He's still kind of got that mean. He's starting to get a little snarky. And I think he could end up leaving the Mavs. I don't know if he's going to be fully loyal to the Mavs or if he's going to ditch and run if we keep playing like this. So you just convinced me that Ray is Zion. Ooh. The, the, the league wants him to be the face of the league, but it just ain't happening. So I would say Luca is more Han Solo. I, I will give him that. You'll give him Han? Yeah, I'll give him Han. He's cool. He's the hot shot. He's he's up. Well, we have to go with Han from the Solo movie, not from a lot of the other ones. But yeah, I'll give him Han. He's so cool as shit. Han. He's cool as shit. Yeah. You got a little swag to him. All yeah, right. A little bit. I'm not mad with either of those choices just because that's my boy. I like him. Oh, good Lord. All right. Joel Embiid. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, is he C three PO? Because he always makes me laugh. C three PO always makes me laugh in the movies. I think he's more like Jar Jar Binks. Oh <gasps> no! Too, too much? Too far? Does Jar Jar Binks always get hurt, and he can't play a full season? Yes. I mean, he falls a lot and he's very clumsy. Gets kicked out of his own hometown. Oh damn! We should have made Jokic, uh, Jokic, Jar Jar. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Let's see. We might go back to that one. Yeah. I don't like that for Embiid. No, because Embiid's too dominant. Like, when he's on, he's on. Yeah, okay, that's true. Um, Maybe he's Yoda because he has, like... No, don't you <laughs> dare give Joel Yoda. He has He has short bursts. No. Just like Yoda. Yoda is one of the best Jedis ever. So, we're not doing that. Mace Windu? Maybe. No. Nah. I'm going Yoda. You go with whoever you want. I, I'm I going like Mace it. Windu. I'm you going go Mace, Mace Windu. Windu. You don't have my dick. You don't even I have a reason why. You disrespect Yoda with Joel Embiid comparisons. That is so trash. Embiid's going to be the MVP this year. I don't know how that's disrespect, bro. Right now, LeBron's running away with MVP. You give it time. LeBron's going to need to take uh, a little. I already know who 11's going to be. Okay, who is it? Jimmy Butler. Who you got? Shit, he might be Han Solo. Oh, I don't know about Jimmy. Um, it's kind of just he. He'd probably be my Finn. Yeah. If I had to really think about it, I think that would be my Finn. Not happy with his situation. Is mad at everybody else that he works with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. First off, why is he number eleven though? I I mean, right behind Embiid. I don't get that. But whatever. Who's number twelve? I agree. I don't think he's eleven either on the list. But I didn't make the list. This uh, Sports Illustrated. Damian Lillard. Damn, they got Dame behind Jimmy. That's disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Uh, I say Dame is Obi Wan. Never quite gets the respect he deserves for being as dominant as he was. But, I can. But never wins the big one. Yeah. He beats his rival, whether you want to consider that OKC or whoever, but he can't win the whole thing. He's Obi-Wan. I like Obi-Wan. I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I said 25 over the top 20 because. That's, yeah, that's way too much. Right we're, we're, we're about an hour right now. Paul George. Oh, who really sucks in Star Wars? Paul George. <laughs> who, 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 does, uh, who does everybody yeah. hate in Star Wars? Count Dooku? Talented, thought he was going to be something, so he switched over to the dark side and still got raped there, still got murked there. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Paul George's Count Dooku. Just ended up being worthless in the big picture. All right. I got my Yoda. All Chris right. Paul. <laughs> no. Yoda don't bitch that much. A lot of talent. Old school guy now in, in this generation. He's now the old vet in the league. And he's had a lot of skill, in, and he's short as shit. So I, I don't remember. I, think he's Yoda. I don't remember Yoda being a crybaby. Man, you think everybody's a crybaby? That's I don't think everybody. No, I don't think everybody's a crybaby. You do. No, Kawhi's not a crybaby. The only people I said Kawhi that don't talk. Uh, okay, because he's not a crybaby. Luca, LeBron, and Harden were the only ones I said are crybabies, and Chris Paul. Now Chris Paul. So we'll, we'll build we'll build this list over the time of this show. I'm Ooh, sure. We'll so build this who, list. Who's your Chris Paul? Um, it's 
guy who really knows the rules, like I said, is a crybaby. Old head. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't have one for Chris Paul. So I guess we'll go with your stupid Yoda pick. Uh, I don't have one for him. First off, he, he's way too high also. That this list stinks. Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. Underappreciated all-timer is what it's... I mean, he, he is a stud. Maybe not all-timer, but he is a stud. Uh, Could he be Mace Windu? He might be Mace Windu. Yeah. Yeah, Mace, Win he, Mace he Windu be, is a badass. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he could be Mace. And the purple lightsaber, like, he's kind of in Washington, still being loyal there and still putting up numbers. What the hell does the purple lightsaber have to do with it? He's the only one. Mace was the only one that had the purple lightsaber, so he's he right. kind of stood out from the crowd. And Bradley's in Washington in that shitty-ass team, still being able to... Uh... Oh, but they got Russ Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? That's going very well for him. I called it. All right, who's next? Here you go, Bear. Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Oh my God. Who is the most overrated basketball player right now? Or, or who? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I don't know. That's I. <laughs> uh, Jar Jar? Is he be Jar Jar? No, because Jar Jar's not overrated. Who's overrated in Star Wars? I would say. Not really rated. I, 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 uh, yeah, Qui-Gon. We'll go with Qui-Gon just because I want to get through this damn list. <laughs> All right, we got three left. Okay. Jason Tatum. Oh, boy. See, it's different for us because in in the overstated group, in the NBA group, we got so many mass holes in there who just just suck Jason Tatum's dick. It's so annoying. I I don't I don't know. Jason Tatum, new guy on the block. Everybody thinks he's really talented, but we really don't know yet. Could he be Anakin? No. Well, like young Anakin, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like. Pretty Darth Vader for sure, like yeah. just but Anakin. Until he eventually turns to the dark side and goes to the Lakers in like five yes, years. And you, you know that move's coming. I know it's coming. All right, let's do the last one. I'm gonna cut it off here. We're gonna do this one last. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Oh no! <laughs> save, save the hardest one for last. Um, is he Emperor Palpatine? Just working in the background, just manipulating people, making moves. We haven't had Emperor Palpatine yet. I like him as Palpatine. One, because, yes, of the reasons you just said. And especially with all this crazy view shit. I feel like if anybody in the NBA was going to start a cult, it'd be Kyrie. <laughs> That's true. For sure, for sure. All right, man. That was a good episode, bro. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah, we're going to be back next week with like a hour and a half, two hour podcast if our guests can hang with us. Super Bowl Saturday. Yeah, we're going to have a preview. We're going to do some prop bets. We're going to do a little shit talking. A lot of drinking, like usual. But, yeah, we'll see you guys then. Looking forward to it. See you. Have a great one. See you, bud.